0: Welcome to the Eight Pillars podcast. I'm Kate, and today we are talking about how wellness shouldn't be stressing you out and how to approach wellness using your feminine energy and to be tapped out of your masculine when it comes to wellness. So the whole reason that I kind of created the Eight Pillars brand is because I want to come at wellness from less of a you should be doing this or you're not doing wellness right. Kind of mindset and move to a more fun, like you always have a choice mindset and wellness looks different for everybody. That's why I have eight pillars that I think are like the most important aspects of wellness to be kind of tending to. But They're so vague and so broad that anybody can interpret each pillar however they want. So it's not restricting and it's not like forcing all of these things onto you that you, in quotes, should be doing because there's nothing that you should be doing. There's what's right for you and there's what works for you and then there is what everybody else is doing that works for them. So that's why my eight pillars are pretty vague and open like you can read the list like number one positive mindsets Okay, it's important that you have positive mindsets However, you go about that and however you are able to put yourself in the most positive place every day That's what you should be doing Nobody is telling you that the eight pillars are eating no meat working out five times a week Educating yourself every single day. No It's whatever feels best for you regarding that topic. I just gave eight general topics that I think are important for us to tend to, however feels right for us. So I wanted to connect this to being in our feminine energy because that is what the feminine energy is all about. It's about doing what feels right in the moment for us, what feels right today. And it's about having fun. It's not about being strict on ourselves and it's not about sticking to a routine even when it doesn't feel right that day for us. It's about flowing and doing what feels right in that day and then changing it the next day if it's no longer working for you. And it's not just about doing things to check boxes and be productives and to do, but it's to do them with intention and love for yourself. So everything that you're doing in a day, you have a reason you're doing it when you're putting your skincare on in the morning, you're doing it for a certain reason and you're doing it with intention. When you're doing a certain workout, you're not doing it out of fear of what if I don't look a certain way or I'm gonna gain weight if I don't do this workout. You're doing the workout that feels best that day because it makes you feel strong. It makes you feel empowered. So being in your feminine energy is all about being aware of how you're feeling and then doing the things that align with those feelings. So recently, my friend Lauren, shout out to Lauren. I always give Lauren shout outs. I swear she gives me so many little tips and she sent me this podcast It's called the financial feminist podcast and they said in one of their episodes that if wellness is stressing you out Then it's no longer wellness a very simple statement. But if you really think about it, it's so true It's called wellness. It's supposed to be beneficial to your life And I think with social media i've talked about it recently on a post of mine and i'm going to go into it today, too But there's such an oversaturation of wellness advice that it's hard not to feel like we need to be doing every little thing or covering so many different areas in order to be our healthiest selves or to be as healthy looking or seeming as the person does in the video that we're watching. And they said in the podcast that if you're avoiding going to a restaurant with your friends because you're worried about like the ingredients that they're using to cook the food, then that is not wellness. And it's certainly not being in your feminine energy because being in your feminine energy requires spontaneity and fun and not restricting yourself and if you're jamming your day with so many healthy habits that you don't ever get a moment to just like be spontaneous and actually live then that's also no longer wellness We have to have room for flow and we have to have room for being spontaneous and having like choice throughout our days and not just having something super strict that we have to follow every day. And especially for the girls like me who work in a corporate job, we're tapped into our masculine the whole day, checking off to-do lists, doing projects that are assigned to us and getting the work done that needs to get done. So it's especially important for us to use our off time throughout the day to be doing things that feel good for us and not just doing them out of fear and to prove to ourselves that we can be productive and get stuff done. No, we need to incorporate a state of flow into our days, especially if you're a person who has a very strict and like restricting schedule. And this might sound contradictory that I'm giving this advice because I give like a wide variety of advice because everybody's different and I think that all of my advice could like stand for every person probably on a different day. Like some days you might be really productive and other days you might have a really hard time being productive and then maybe you need some advice on how to be productive. I'm not saying to be all or nothing. Everything is about balance and I give a lot of advice on how to be productive, but I also want to stress that I prioritize being productive, but I incorporate habits into my life and I'm productive in areas of my life that make me feel good so that I'm able to show up in the more like relaxed areas of my life as a better me, if that makes sense. So I'm not just always doing things to do them and I'm not that strict on myself like I kind of used to be. I used to think that I was just a person that was always stressed out and frantic and always felt like she had a million things to do and it was just pressure 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 and now like since I've started my job maybe at the beginning I wasn't so much like this but over time I've really gotten good at listening to my intuition which is something I talked about a few episodes ago and kind of just feeling out how I feel that day if I'm really overtired if like my brain can't take any more information maybe I won't study that day or I won't study as long as I need to study that day or as long as I said I would and if I'm not feeling up to a really crazy intense- workout then maybe I'll opt for something more low-key. I've been trying to really change my day-to-day routine so it's not just robotic because that's very much being in your masculine energy and I noticed that when I do that that's when I experience burnout. That's when I just don't feel authentically me because I'm not doing things that align with how I'm feeling that day I'm doing things because I feel this pressure to do them and get them done and check off the box so yes I prioritize being productive always because that's what makes me feel like I'm moving towards my goals but I also change how that productivity looks based on how I'm feeling each week and it's important for me to fit in like the healthy habits that I try to be disciplined in whatever form it may be like I still try to fit in workouts as often as I can because it helps me show up in the other areas of my life, like in my relationships or in my downtime or just in like my work day, it helps me show up better if I do something along those lines like say a workout. Even if I don't initially feel super up to it, I will still push myself to do some form of whatever the habit is that makes me feel good because I usually end up feeling good after. So I don't overdo it, but I make sure that I listen to how I'm feeling and try to shift my day-to-day routine to accommodate to that because I know that if I just do nothing, then I really won't feel good, like, for the rest of the week. So it's important that I just, like, pick and choose. Like, some days I feel really on top of things and I can just, like, do a hard workout, study for two hours... Do all my podcast stuff and social media stuff and just go, 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 go. And I feel like on top of it. And then other days, it's like I can do one of those things. And then I will do nothing for the rest of the night and that's fine. So it's all about listening to your intuition and being in tune with it and making your choices based on how you're feeling. So I've also had a side to me in the past. I feel like I'm less like this now as well. But I've had a side where I've been obsessive about things and it's gotten me to the point where I have restricted myself from doing things that I thought were like unhealthy and I did so in a way that like prevented me from truly living and being in the moment. And I used to do that I think a little bit with food. I would very much restrict myself from having like a certain amount of sugar or maybe like cheese and stuff. Definitely do it with milk still. I just don't really, you know, participate in that for more reasons than one. But I used to be so restricting about it that like I'd be on like trips or out with friends and I'd be turning things down and I think that that in hindsight prevented me from fully being spontaneous and in the moment and I'm very much getting out of that phase I think like I have not as much of a difficult time treating myself as I used to so it's really all about balance and it took me many years of figuring out what works for me so that I can feel like clear-minded and healthy but also not restrictive on myself and overwhelmed with all the wellness things that I think I should be doing and I've definitely been a culprit of being in my masculine and feeling the need to just like do 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 and check off the boxes but i've been working on allowing myself to have like a lot more rest than i used to because i realized that when i release the control that i have on everything in my life i become less worried and operating less out of fear and more out of love so things just become easier like things become a lot more effortless when i'm not always tapped into that masculine mode like a lot of times we get really caught up thinking that in order to be successful we have to be constantly doing and working but sometimes there are plenty of ways especially for women to be working smarter not harder and by allowing time for rest and being spontaneous and not so restrictive on yourself you're creating more ease and when you're at ease you're more in charge of yourself so you're able to actually be more productive just by creating a sense of ease for yourself and I talked about this in my episode about needing to take a break and ego and intuition where when you allow yourself rest and creating a relaxing environment for yourself and like a sense of peace of mind then when you actually go to do work. It's going to be better work and you're going to get more done in a shorter period of time than when you're working non-stop and your brain isn't even in a place to produce quality work anymore and it's just going to take you longer and you're essentially like wasting a lot of your time. So that's another reason why I think that it's just so important to be tapped into our feminine as often as possible because it truly just makes things flow to us better and come more easily. And then going back into like wellness and social media right now so I think it's really important for us to remember that when we go on social media we don't need to do all of what a person suggests. That's what's really hard about like the whole like online wellness world. People give a lot of suggestions and I'm not one to talk because I give suggestions too but I don't really like when things are framed as like this is everything that I do to achieve this result. That's just the routine that works right for that person to achieve that result but it doesn't mean that that same exact formula is going to bring you the same exact result and you might be able to do less and and achieve that same exact thing so it can be really overwhelming when we think we've come up with a perfect routine and we think that we're really taking care of ourselves and then we hop onto social media and we're advised about a problem that we didn't even know that we had until we saw a person making a video about it and like I said I just recently made a whole social media post about this because I just was a victim of the wellness beauty advice and I saw a video of that I'll tell the story again even though I already did on social media but I saw a video of that girl Tatiana. I think everybody knows the one. She's stunningly gorgeous. She she has really long black hair and like the most perfect skin in the world and she uses like eight toners and she's very big into like Korean skincare and she suggested like she like lives by this Anua Heartleaf oil cleanser. So I bought it because she's like oh like gets out all of your blackheads, makes you look like you have like glass skin and my skin was like Pretty fine, when I bought this, okay, my skin was pretty, pretty damn good, and I was like, well, like I have like a little bit of blackheads on my nose. Why not just try to get them out? Like I could always make my skin better, right? I was very, 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 very wrong, and I had the worst reaction to it. I had like an allergic reaction. I take Benadryl, and I had little bumps all over my face, and they were itchy and red and it just looked absolutely terrible it looked worse than my skin looked before I went on Accutane so you you could say I was triggered triggered is an understatement and I just regretted my decisions big time I was I just totally fell for the whole like TikTok advice and I would looked at her beautiful skin and I was like I want that and I was like if it works for her it'll work for me and I tried it nope did not work for me at all actually made my skin so much worse and I had to since then I've been like doing all this stuff to try to get it back to normal luckily it went down pretty fast but it was scary very scary so big lesson right there just because something works for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for you and just because somebody does a million things that give them a certain result, it doesn't mean you need to do all those things. You can pick and choose when you're consuming media. Also, just maybe consume less. That's something that I've been having to do lately, especially after that little scary experience. But you can pick and choose. Like, if somebody does suggest something that you already know to be something you struggle with and it looks like they have a solution for it, go ahead and try it out. But if somebody pops onto social media and tells you about a problem that you really weren't that concerned about in your life before you saw the video, just don't bother. Don't fix what isn't broken. So just remember that less is more and it's good to find the habits that work for you through trial and error. But once you do find what works for you, don't let social media tell you that you also need to be doing this, this, and this. So now let's get into kind of like the feminine masculine comparison and to find out why you might be in your masculine and and signs of being in your masculine. And then I want to talk about how to tap more into your feminine in terms of wellness and just day to day. So here are some signs that you're in your masculine. If you're spending too much time doing without any intention like you're just finding yourself going through the motions without really thinking about why you're doing something and how it's benefiting you that is being in your masculine so if you're just like going through the motions every day waking up and looking at everything that you have to do as just like another check on your to-do list Then that is being tapped into your masculine. There should be intention behind everything that we're doing. And if there isn't, then you shouldn't be doing it that day. And we're talking about wellness, by the way. We're not talking about like if you have to go to your job. That's something else. Next, if you're another sign could be if you're taking the hardest route, not the one that feels right for you in this moment. So women feel different every single day. We're not like men. We don't have a 24 hour hormonal cycle like they do. So Like I said, do what feels good for you the day that it feels good and that could be different every other day of the week so listen to your body tune into your intuition that is something that women really have an advantage in so take advantage of it because you'll feel better in the long run if you're more in tune with it that's why I like having like a list of different wellness habits that I like to do typically but there's so many that I wouldn't be able to do all of them in one day so I have that list and I can pick and choose depending on what feels right for me that day and then another sign that you're tapped into your masculine energy is if you're very much in your logical mind for most of the day. So this is when you're very like clear and constantly focused on the task at hand and you're very strict about what you're doing with like a very specific goal behind it and you're not open to another possible outcome that you might not be able to predict. So like I said, Being in your feminine is being very fluid and allowing and open, and being in your masculine is being very structured and stable. It's essential for us to have both sides. But if you're constantly in your logical mind where you feel very structured and like there's no room for flow and allowing possibilities that you didn't expect to come into your day, like allowing time if one of your friends, you know, hits you up and says they want to go get dinner somewhere, allowing yourself to do that and not being like, no, I told myself that I would do this thing tonight so I can't. Leave room for other possibilities. And then now we're going to get into how you can be more in your feminine as it pertains to wellness. So what matters most is finding your why and pairing your intention slash like your why with whatever you're doing because for women it matters like I've been saying and what we do is more impactful and positive for us when we connect our intention with our action. So this is a great way to simplify your wellness routine and begin feeling more at ease every single day. So how do we find our why? Basically go through your routine. Why are you taking a supplement? Why are you journaling? Why are you doing that specific workout? Figure out the main areas of your life that you want to improve and find the habits that align with that. So think about all the areas that you want to improve and think about what you currently do. Try to match up what you currently do With what that is improving in your life and if that is something that you want. So don't just add things to your routine because you see it on TikTok. We've all been there. But you don't have to do something just because somebody tells you that it's good for you. You have to know and have experienced the positive impact that doing that thing has had on you time and time again. Of course, it's it's okay to try new things, but I'm saying if you feel like you're doing so many things in a day and you're not even clear on why you're doing them then you definitely should be trying to simplify that routine because you should be feeling a clear positive result over time from doing all these things so then now let's talk about how else you can tap into your feminine energy in the wellness world so first you can ask for more help and be more open to it so this is in terms of wellness and in terms of just everyday life if you feel like you're somebody who's always like pushing off help and like you're not letting your boyfriend help you with anything, you're not letting your parents help you with anything or your roommate and you're just saying, I can do it myself, I can do it myself or I can do it on my own. Be more open to letting people help you. That's being in your feminine. You don't have to do everything yourself and be boss woman all the time. That's being in your masculine. I mean, we got to have both, of course, but just try not to be fully tapped into that masculine side because it's just not meant for us. And then my next tip is to do more small things that you enjoy even if they're not productive. So my example I think I've talked about this in a recent episode where I used to just like not leave time in my days for reading because I thought that if I'm reading then I have to be reading something educational and then I recently started reading a lot of fiction books and loving them. Like I read a lot of thriller books. I'm so into it and it's been making me so happy. and have something to look forward to all the time. And I'm not being productive, I'm not learning anything, but it's something that brings me joy and that is being in my feminine energy. It's something that's fun for me. So try to do things that feel fun even if they're not productive. So this is gonna be like kind of mixing feminine and masculine energy so but the goal is to be more in your feminine energy by doing this so like I talked about putting your mind at ease is really important we can do that by getting out the influx of information that's in our brain so we have to get all of that out in order to be more present and be in our feminine so we can be in this like relaxed flow state so in order to do that we kind of have to you know quickly tap into our masculine and Make a planner, get organized. I use OneNote, I use Microsoft To Do, I've mentioned them before great for organization, great for planning out my days, planning out just different categories of my life. I use it to plan trips, everything. When I'm more planned out and I have an idea of like the few things that are important for me to get done a certain day, then I'm able to kind of surrender to that plan and I already have an idea. All I have to go do is look at it. I don't have to spend too much time thinking about what I need to do or how I'm going to do it or when I'm going to do it because I already took that time to plan it out and get organized. So the more that you can get out of your productive masculine mode the more you can be in your feminine so the more organized you are the more you'll be able to be in this flow state and when you're in this flow state this is my next suggestion we're able to be creative being creative is what being in your feminine is it can look different for everybody and i've talked about this before too we are able to create with our minds while men do it physically. So I'm sure we've all heard this. Women have a really strong intuition. We also are able to use our minds to create a lot of positive possibilities in our lives. So we have to make room for this state of ease in order to tap into our creative mind. Being in the logical mind is being in your masculine. Being in your creative mind is being in your feminine. And that creative mind should be fun. So whatever it looks like for you, you don't have to sit down and like paint or start coloring but you could create aesthetically pleasing social media posts or maybe you like making TikToks and that's your form of being creative. Maybe you like getting flowers and making your own arrangement. Maybe you like writing poetry. Maybe you like coming like creating workout routines for your friends and coming up with that. There's so many different forms of creation like it could really go in so many different directions. So it's just important to incorporate into your life because it really will just overall improve your well-being and when you improve your overall well-being that will just shine through on the outside everybody will be able to feel that energy off of you that you are in a state of ease and flow which is expressed as really confidence and when you're at this state of ease and flow then we're able to manifest better things into our lives like we're not so frantic and in like this structured stable mode we're more open and allowing to positive possibilities to just come to us without us even having to try and I think that a lot of us get like kind of comfortable living this grind lifestyle because it feels safe. We feel like we have control over the results in our lives because we're familiar with what the results are. But in order to manifest greater things than what we currently have we need to break free from that grind mode and tap more into our feminine energy and allow those things to just come to us more easily and yeah it might feel like you have more control over things when you're in grind mode but you actually have more control over yourself when you're at a state of ease and in your feminine because think about when you have a million thoughts going in your mind at once you're kind of just letting your mind roam free and you don't really have control over that like you're just sitting on autopilot While your mind stresses out and ruminates about any negative thing or any stress that you have, all the million things on your to do list that you want to get done, you don't have control over that. So you shouldn't feel more comfortable being in that state. You should feel more comfortable being at a state of flow and ease. And when you practice that over time, you're going to begin to see that the results that you get from being in that state are much greater than being in your masculine. And then it'll just, you know go from there once you practice it once you practice tuning more into your intuition then you'll pick up the momentum from being in that state and bring a lot of great things to you so that is all that i had for this episode but i hope that it was helpful and thank you for listening so please follow the eight pillars instagram and please leave the podcast a five star rating and review if you can and i will see you next week